0: Welcome to Everyday Health Simplified. I'm Elisa Poole, ex-teacher turned health enthusiast. Each episode, you get bite-sized pieces of nutrition and mindset education so that you can be empowered to take the next step on your wellness journey. You're in really good shape. How often do you work out? I want arms like yours. I want to look like you. These are comments that I hear on a fairly regular basis. Uh, You might have noticed that they are all related to my appearance. What's interesting is that although I do work out regularly, it's my nutrition and other backstage habits that people don't see that got me lean and keep me lean. And when you think about it, one workout is usually 60 minutes out of the day max. So what happens the other 1,380 minutes of the day probably matters significantly. A few listeners suggested it might be helpful to get an insider's view into what I do on a regular basis. I was hesitant because I am not saying that what I do is what you need to do or what would work for everyone. Absolutely not. This episode is not telling you what to do, or telling you to be like me. (laughs) What my example could offer, though, is a perspective shift, or maybe a few ideas that you could tweak and incorporate into your life. I've made some pretty substantial changes, but they've occurred over a period of time, and now it's a whole culture of how I eat. It's not even a question. Fifteen years ago, my eating was sad. That's an acronym for the standard American diet of heavy processed carbs, baked goods, prepackaged foods, and minimal fresh foods. Once upon a time, I ate everything, and often it depended on mood. What can I say? I had a total revamp of my food. Dun, 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 dun. All right. Now, you probably won't find that I do extraordinary things. You might find, actually, that my daily life is pretty ho-hum and routine. And maybe that's the key, I don't know. But before we get into details, I'll give you an overview of a weekday. 99% of the time, my weekday looks like this. Wake up at 6 a.m., spend an hour reading and taking notes, go outside to be by the lake at sunrise, do some active stretches, have my tea when I do the kids' morning routine, chop my veggies for breakfast, then I go to the gym and exercise, I have my morning elixir, I shower, I eat breakfast, then I do my work and errands, I go get the kids from school, I have my fizz, some nuts, and some light lunch, I do kids' activity, I make dinner, I eat dinner, we have family time, and then it's bedtime. (laughs) Not super helpful, right? Schedules are schedules so maybe it would be more helpful to hear more about a few of the things I do in more detail. For instance, as soon as I wake up, I drink some room temperature water with sea salt in my hand, and then I sit down and read for about 45 minutes. This hydrates my body right away, and the quiet reading time feeds one of my core values, which is learning. Once I finish my reading time, I head outside barefoot. Yes, I know I live in Florida, but I do it in other places too, which is usually right before sunrise. This peaceful time in nature is one of my favorite times of day. I do some active stretches, I look at the water, I listen to the birds, I breathe. It helps me stay calm, it allows me to get aware of my mood, my body, it helps me focus on being grateful for the day ahead. I find it's a really effective way for me to start the day. Once I'm inside, it's the morning routine. Ben and I get the kids breakfast ready. I fill their water bottles, chop veggies for my breakfast. I drink my caffeine free tea while I'm doing it. I personally cannot drink caffeine on an empty stomach because it makes me feel like I'm getting sick, so I don't. And once the kids are dropped off at school, I exercise. Most days this looks like going to a CrossFit gym, but at least one day a week I swim about 50 laps and one day a week I walk three miles. I've learned that my body does well with about four days of high intensity exercise two days of low to moderate intensity, and one day of rest. Obviously, that has changed throughout the eras of my life, but it's always been pretty consistent. I find a schedule and stick to it. After working out, I have a small handful of pumpkin seeds with my morning elixir, which is a combination of several Arbon supplements that I take, the superfood greens, the digestive support, fiber, fizz. Then I shower and eat breakfast, which is almost always three eggs scrambled or over easy on top of a mixture of cruciferous veggies and some kimchi on the side. I usually have some kind of carb too, whether it's a small piece of fruit, a small piece of gluten-free toast, some oats, something like that. My breakfast gives me ample protein, three generous servings of vegetables, about one serving of carbs, and plenty of healthy fats that keep me satisfied for hours. And I love it. I love it, love it, love it. And then, I, and then I'm working until it's time to go pick up the kids. And then it's mom duty for the rest of the day. After school snacks for them. By the way, their favorites are some combination of like madras lentils from Costco or avocado on rice cakes or baby bell cheese, fruit, nuts. And that's when I often have my fizz and a light lunch. Usually it's leftovers. Lunch is my lightest meal of the day because we usually eat dinner a few hours later. And my breakfast keeps me quite satisfied for several hours. Alright, you don't need details on driving them to their activities and dinner, but when there are no sports or activities happening after dinner, we usually play a game together like Uno or throw through a burrito, we brush teeth, we wash faces, maybe we argue, maybe we fight, maybe we cuddle, who knows, depends on the day, and then we have quiet reading time before bed. At least that's the goal. Once the kids' lights go out around 9.30, I light a candle by my bed, read my book, chit chat with Ben, maybe a little something else, hey, and most nights, my light goes out by 10.30 at the latest. So that's my day. However, one day doesn't give as much insight as looking at a month. I mean, that typical day I just shared with you is Monday through Friday. What about weekends? Is every week the same? Most of us look at nutrition on the daily, which is fine, but, and we need to, but we forget to look at the broader picture. Frequency, or how often you eat different foods, is a big factor in your wellness, and measuring one day or even one week isn't really a complete picture of your habits, is it? If you looked at a month, however, you'd have a pretty good indicator of how you live. And if you looked at six months, wow, you would have a very clear picture of your habits. This is why I am such a big fan of tracking your exercise, nutrition, and sleep, because then you can see how you function over a month and even more months together. And then when that happens, you've got some powerful information at your disposal. I do keep a log for my food, sleep, and exercise. I don't measure my food, but I write down what I eat and drink and when, And this has been really helpful for me as I'm learning how my body's needs change throughout the month and depending on my activities, sleep, and so forth. I keep it so that I have an accurate description and I can look and know rather than guess and try to remember. (laughs) Okay, I say that frequency is a big thing. So when I look at one week, what I see for food is that I eat pasture-raised eggs seven days a week. I have at least one serving of seafood a week, that's either shrimp or fish. I have grass-fed pasture-raised beef two to three times a week. I have organic pasture-raised chicken two to three times a week. And then I have one other protein source, typically pork or turkey, one time a week. I've got my meals that we rotate through on a regular basis, power tacos, steak fajita bowls, baked chicken, and then I vary things up as well. By the way, feel free to check out my Instagram food highlight to see some examples. I also have a free giveaway of five really easy family-friendly meals. If you want to see that, there's a link in the show notes. Sunday is always pancake breakfast for us. I make my own with oats, banana, eggs, protein powder, and flax meal. We have it with butter and pure maple syrup with some bacon or breakfast sausage. And I still have sauerkraut as a vegetable with that breakfast because it just feels weird not to have vegetables now for breakfast. And we all love pancake day. I also eat a wide variety of plants each week, and I make it a focus. I first heard the idea of getting 30 different plants into your diet from Dr. Robin Chutkin. She's the author of The Antiviral Gut. My goal now is around 40 different plants a week, which sounds like a lot, and it is, but it's completely attainable if you're intentional about getting variety into your diet. Herbs, spices, legumes, nuts, seeds, grains, all of those are plants, and so are different varieties of fruits like Granny Smith or Fuji. Ways that help me get plant variety is making my own trail mix with raw nuts and seeds and dried fruit, although it's really hard to find dried fruit without added sugar, so I usually don't add it. But I have almonds and cashews and pistachios and pumpkin seeds and fl- sunflower seeds and walnuts and Brazil nuts, and that's seven different plants in one mix. My breakfast veggies are a mix of broccoli, frozen riced cauliflower, asparagus, and mushrooms. That's four more. I have fermented veggies daily, either kimchi or sauerkraut, which is usually one to three different types of cabbage. And then throughout the week, I'm intentional about mixing up the rice or the grains that we eat. Jasmine, basmati, white, brown... I choose various types of pasta, brown rice, cassava, chickpea, or wheat. We eat quinoa, shirataki noodles, and oats. We have mixed salad greens because they usually have at least five or seven different plants in them. I add jicama, carrots, celery, green peas, purple cabbage, or radish. I make baba ganoush with eggplant or roast different color bell peppers. I use lemons and limes and occasionally have grapefruit. Snacks are apples, kiwis, celery, carrots, hummus, dried coconut, avocado. Do I have all of these every single week? Of course not, but over a month, I usually do. And that's another reason why I like tracking my food because I can see what I've been eating a lot of and how I might change things up. Q Sade. Now that I've practiced, I'm a food operator. Oh yeah. Okay. It's really about doing almost the same thing every day. I know what I'm going to be eating. There's no guesswork. It's on repeat. Breakfast and lunch, no thinking required. Same day after day. Those are things that I intentionally do. Sometimes, though, it's helpful to know what you don't do. And what's not in your day is an important concept, too, just like it is in looking at the ingredients list of our personal care products. For example, if there's coconut oil in there, great. But if there are also parabens, no thanks, I'm not using it. So remember again how frequency is important. It's not just how often you do things, it's how seldom you do others. So let's play a game of how often do you. Looking back in my journal, I chose a 30 day period where we were back in school, so we were on a regular schedule, but there was also a birthday, so there's some celebration, and I cross-checked it with other 30-day periods, and these still play out. So how often do I go out to eat? Zero. (laughs) Maybe I go out to eat once every three months. How often do I watch TV? Hardly ever. Maybe a show or a movie with the kids on the weekend. For me, making food is much more enjoyable than watching a show. How often do I eat frozen foods or get takeout? Two, I would say two times a month. Occasionally, we will get frozen cauliflower pizza from Costco and eat that or some other frozen meatballs, something like that, frozen chicken tenders. How often do I eat dairy? I'd say it's about two servings a week. When I do, it's usually full fat Greek yogurt. We use that instead of sour cream for tacos or baking or marinating. I sometimes will add cheese to tacos or a bit of feta cheese to a salad. How often do I eat dessert? I would say two to three desserts every month. Maybe a little higher if it's a birthday celebration, maybe a little less depending on what I'm not going out. But those are what I would consider real desserts. I don't count the square of dark chocolate that I eat or the one scoop of chocolate protein pudding that I eat with frozen blueberries as a dessert, okay? So I am eating chocolate. I consider desserts to be things that have lots of added sugar, that are baked goods, that, that kind of thing. How often do you drink alcohol? Mm, One to three drinks, maybe. And I'll add that those are usually all in one night. I don't go out much to drink and I don't drink at home. Alcohol doesn't make me feel good or look good. And since pregnancy, wine gives me a headache almost immediately and I really don't like the taste of most liquor. A sweet and spicy cocktail though, delicious. Occasionally, I'm in the mood for a good beer. Whatever it is, it has to be really delicious to be worth it for me. How often do i practice fasting well it depends on what you call fasting i fast daily when you're talking about having a basic 12 hour circadian rhythm of not eating overnight from dinner until breakfast the next day that's easy every day during the weekdays my fast ends up being about 16 hours and on weekends it's back to 12 or 13 hours i also do not fast the week leading up to menstruation because it impacts my sleep and my hormones too much if i do by the way next week's episode will all be about misconceptions surrounding fasting I don't know about you but i had a lot of them and i was very anti-fasting for a long time so i'm really glad i did some research of my own because i found so many benefits from it so you might want to tune into if you've wondered about intermittent fasting at all so that's what living in my world looks like this is the rhythm of my life oh yeah oh yeah and that's what it really is a rhythm i thrive on structure but a flexible one, a plan that's flexible enough to allow for spontaneity or celebrations. I didn't always practice this level of awareness in my daily life and nutrition, and now I really like doing it. It makes me feel more in control of my health, it gives me confidence, and it educates me on what my body actually needs. I created a nutrition template and tracker that I use to help me manage my food. If you would like to see it, text me the word food, 727-591-4959, I'll send it to you. I found it quite helpful, maybe you will too and I am very grateful you listened today. I don't know, was this helpful for you, a day in the life? I'd love to know. It's always great to know what helps someone else feel empowered. Ways to let me know what your thoughts are, you could write a review, tag me in your social media, shoot me a text, send an email, any of those, I'd love to read your thoughts. If you like this podcast, could I ask you the favor of sharing it with a friend? I am all about building an army of people who empower others. And as always, this podcast is not intended to be medical advice. I am no doctor, simply a believer in practicing good health. And until next time, keep practicing health every day.